Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios. On Thursday, March 28th, ahead of the LA Galaxy Sunday match, the March 31st match against the Portland Timbers at 6 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN2. Obviously, we're going to get you completely ready and up to date for that game, including the injury updates we had waited uh, for quite a while for, finally came through on Tuesday. Uh, we're also going to talk about the two Galaxy players who were on international duty and how that might affect their status. Uh, there's some EMLS and an equipment drive and some indoor soccer action, plus we're getting to the final matchup in our COG Madness bracket and taking your phone calls, of course. So we've got a bunch to do, so let's kick it off as you're uh, very much stuck with me for the next hour or so, or, or maybe even more. So a lot of stuff uh, should, be, uh, should be fun for you. We're glad that you could join us here on a Thursday. Again, Hammer off with some family time tonight, which is good for him. Uh, so you get stuck with me for a little bit, and hopefully I can do my best to get you ready for this game against Portland, a game that if you're an LA Galaxy fan, you should be feeling very, very positive about. Just a little hint here, Portland giving up 10, go 10 goals in their last three games. They're winless in 2019 right now, uh, struggling mightily on the defensive side. And so for the LA Galaxy to come here getting possibly Zlatan back, we're going to talk about it, possibly Ramon Alessandrini back, we're going to talk about it. But doing all those things, um, you're going to see sort of what could be a possibility here uh, for the LA Galaxy against the Portland Timbers team? Quite honestly, I'll tell you right now. Here's a, here's a shocking hint. Until we get to the preview at the very end, uh, you, you can be satisfied with this little. They should beat the crap out of Portland. Um, this is a Galaxy team coming off a win over Minnesota. Granted, it's so long ago. I mean, just happy that there is live soccer this weekend to watch that I get to go to a stadium, that I get to watch the Galaxy play, that I get to watch them play against Portland, who they matched up with really well last year. Uh, and you're talking about the former Western Conference champion Portland Timbers. All those things combined with a whole bunch of events that are going on this weekend and, and a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on. When you look at all those things, you have to be pretty pumped about this game. Um, and uh, and see, you know, sort of how it goes and, and how that sits. So anyway, uh, all right. We're going to open up for phone lines as well, so I'm going to put the number up here. I have to remind you, this is a family show. All I ask is you keep it civil and you keep it PG, all right? PG. Let's try not to swear. Try not to ruin the, the rating of the channel and also the rating of our podcast as a general. All audiences one. Um, so, you know, PG as much as you can, um, and we'll happy to do it. Also, reminder, there is me in the studio. That is it. That is all that is here, so me trying to answer a whole bunch of calls at the same time is certainly going to be uh, uh, challenging. So I, I will try to get to all of you. Um, we will go as long as we need to go tonight. We have a lot to talk about. I know that there's people who want to call in and talk about things. I want to get to all of that. All right, so just keep in mind, I'm going to do the best I can to make sure I get everybody who wants to talk. Plus, I got some questions that people sent in as well I want to get to as well. If this goes over an hour, it goes over an hour because there's a bunch of stuff on my show notes. If you've been following on Instagram, at Galaxy Podcast on Instagram, you've seen sort of the scrolling. And I'll tell you, since I even did that, they've gotten probably another 33% longer. Um, so lots of stuff to cover uh, for the LA Galaxy. Just a quick reminder, not to bring it down on a, on a down note, uh, 872 days since the Galaxy's last 
last playoff game. 1,572 days since the last MLS Cup win. All right, let's see if I can do this correctly. It's been a while since we had it on. 323, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Bobby. Hey, Bobby. How's it going, buddy? What do you got? Hey, what's up? Not too much, man. Are you hyped or what? Are you hyped for Sunday? Yeah, I think that this is a game the Galaxy should and really should win. And really looking at what they've done in the first couple of games, I'm not sure you could sit there and sort of confidently be behind them and say, oh yeah, they're definitely going to beat you know Dallas, which they didn't. Or they're definitely going to beat Minnesota, who everybody thought was coming in on sort of a hot streak and who just got shut down in that game by a great game. So, I mean, I think you have to be hyped for, for a game coming up against Portland, especially you- how they're struggling. You think we're gonna get another performance uh, like we did uh, against uh, against uh, what was that team? Like that great team, that trash team. What are they called? Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, there you go. The great the, their uniforms remind me of like you like yoga 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 <laughs> uniforms, like little leggings. Yeah, the, like the gray and the light blue. They sort of got the uh, the target thing going on. That target theme, a, a little bit the loons as they're called. That's what that's the, that's their yeah, nickname. They, yeah, yeah, yeah um, pretty. Well, well, I'll, I'll put, well, they were good. They were good. But, I'll, I'll put yeah. this to you, Bobby. I'll ask you the question because this is—I I think it's probably more important that they hear what what you have to say, and I'll comment on as well. It. Is what you know? Y- you saw what happened against Minnesota without Zlatan, uh, without Ramon Alessandrini. You saw that. So now, if those guys are back in, what formation did the Galaxy put out, and can they play the same way with Zlatan and with Ramon Alessandrini? That high press. All right. Uh, the high press is not going to be the same uh, as they as how Antuna was pressuring. Um, I think they could still have it, but the problem is it's not going to be. Uh, how can I say it? it as I would say, they're going to be as quick, as quick. Like, the pressure is going to be there right off the bat. If you, if you hear what I'm saying, like Slatan's going to take a little bit longer to get there, and, and if there is pressure, it's going to come through the through the sides, through yes. the wings more than. Central, if that makes sense. No, it makes 100% Bobby. 100% sense. That's exactly what I think too. I think you can still play a type of press, even in a 4-3-3 if you really want to do that. Uh, You could also make it into, you know, a 2, you know, whatever, a 4-2-3-1 where you still press from the wings. You can get Allison Drini to press from a wing. You can get Antuna to press from a wing. You can get Boateng to press from a wing. And as long as Laton is able to step into that and also press at the same time with that, and then Legit can possibly slide up into it as well, I think that they can play that press. Um, it's just not yeah, the same. Yeah, it's, it's not the same. You're right. Yeah, it's just going to be a little bit different, but it's still possible. Yeah, yeah, I see it. All right, Bobby, anything else for you, for me, buddy? All right, nothing. Just uh, keep it up, man. And uh, I'm hyped. Hopefully, I'll see you on the uh, stadium Sunday. I will be there on Sunday. I'll also, uh, everybody, heads up. Uh, thanks for the call, Bobby. Appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, for everybody who's who's paying attention, if you're going out to the supporters groups, I think they're having a pickup game on Saturday. Um, I am very much looking to go do that and play. So if you'll have me, um, I will be out there and, uh, you can try to go two footed tackle. I think Chris Tucker, uh, zero cool. Uh, Chris wants to go studs into studs into this leg or two. So uh, I'll be out there and, and certainly be, uh, be hanging out and, and seeing if uh, I can play. Cause I haven't played pickup in like forever. So it's probably time that I get out there and embarrass myself. If you're looking for the telephone number, I know I haven't given it out, but if you're in the chat room, you've seen it. Or if you're listening somewhere else, it's 949-734-4217. 949-734-4217. All right, as we move along, and I'll try to get to some of this, although usually whenever I do that, that's exactly the time whenever I get a phone call. So I'm just warning you, we'll try to get through all this. Uh, as I've already mentioned, Zlatan and Roman Alessandrini back to training. Larry Morgan reported on Tuesday. By the way, Larry Morgan, only reporter out there on Tuesday um, at the time 
to see whether Zlatan was back or whether Roman Alessandrini was back, where they were training and how it was going. Now, once the Galaxy knew that, that Larry was out there and he had reported to me and I reported it to everybody, uh, then uh, some Galaxy PR guys came out uh, along with Adam Serrano as well. So they got out there to make sure that they also uh, also had that. But big ups to Larry for, uh, for trucking out there and getting that scoop for everybody. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic not training for three weeks uh, and now coming into, you know, one of those... One of those situations where you're sitting there going, okay, 37 year old guy had an Achilles problem, had a serious knee problem. How much is he going to be able to train? Will he even show up? He showed up. He's there. He's training with the main team. You know, if anybody else, if this is anybody else and you go, well, they haven't trained for three weeks on the field, um, you're going to sit there and say, well, they're not playing in this game, but it's Laton. And so you fully expect him not only to play, but to start. Uh, maybe GVS, maybe Guillermo Barro Scalotto can do just a little bit. Um, to sort of, you know, try to uh, maybe put the put the lion in as a, as a sub coming in. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Zlatan starts, and, and and so that's that's sort of it. But it was good to see Zlatan back to training with the main group. Roman Alessandrini back to training with the main group. Juninho has been back in training with the main group. So the only guy I have listed on my injury list, David Bingham had a little knock, but uh, Guillermo says he was going to be fine, and that was even from last week, I think. Um, so looking at all these things, uh, however you look at it, uh, it seems like everybody is now healthy except for Perry Kitchen, who's out with the ankle. And I'm looking, I'm sure we're going to get a progression update on him in the next couple days, um, in the next in the next week or so, uh, really to see when he's going to start coming back. Because we were told he was going to be out about a month. Uh, it happened right before the season. Um, so him, you know, in that training session session and, and getting these times, he should be back to training here in the next couple weeks um, at the very latest. You would actually start to see him, hopefully, even towards the end of this week or the beginning of next week. So we'll keep an eye on Perry Kitchen and see when he comes back. But the bottom line is the LA Galaxy now have a lot of options where they had nobody healthy. Uh, all three designated players look like they're going to be healthy. Um, so it's going to start to be a full roster, which is going to make the bench a lot more interesting. Does a guy like Efrain Alvarez um, come in, and is he still, you know, first off the bench? The answer is, yeah, he's going to be one of the first guys off the bench. I still see that. Um, and there's some questions about him uh, a little bit later that I might get to as well. Uh, two of the guys who are likely to start in this game, uh, one a designated player, Jonathan Del Santos, and of course, Sebastian Legette, Mr. Broken Nose himself, uh, back and uh, after international duty. Uh, Jonathan Del Santos away with Mexico, uh, Sebastian Legette away with the U.S. men's national team. Uh, Legette, uh, got some about 28 minutes of play in the LA in the LA Galaxies in the U.S. Men's National Team's one nothing win over the over Ecuador on Thursday, and then came in for a total of 54 minutes as he subbed in for Christian Pulisic um, whenever uh, Pulisic went down with an injury. Uh, so he came on in the 36th minute and had played a total of uh, 54 minutes in that game. So. Not some really heavy workloads for him, but obviously the 54 minutes just coming on Tuesday might be a concern if this was a Saturday game. I don't think there's going to be any reason right now that I can see, you know, that Sebastian Legette's not playing unless something else pops up and, and comes in. So you should expect Sebastian Legette to be a starter there um, and, and shouldn't be an issue. Now, with Jonathan Dos Santos, he didn't play at all on Friday. He was on the bench for Mexico when they beat Chile uh, 3-1. Uh, then on Tuesday, uh, he just played. He started, played all 90 minutes again 
would be a concern if maybe this was a Saturday game. Because it's a Sunday game, you got to feel like everything should be pretty good. But Jonathan Dos Santos got a goal, his first goal for Mexico, uh, in the sixth minute and also had an assist to Chicharito in the 25th minute. So good stuff from both players. Uh, Sebastian Legette maybe a little bit more uh, middle of the pack in terms of his performances. But we were talking on Monday's show about how or I guess that was Sunday show. We recorded on Sunday again. Um, we'll be back to Mondays this this coming Monday. But we were talking a little bit about Sebastian Legette and how he is really trying to press for that U.S. men's national team and how that should help his Galaxy form as well. So we're really sort of focused on that to see, one, how he performs with the U.S. men's national team. Um, and then you go and look and see how that translates to him playing for the L.A. Galaxy in very similar positions. So it's good. Sometimes you see guys go and go off with, the U- with their national teams and they play different positions, and maybe there's not a, a direct translation. With Legette, he really is playing pretty much the same position in those areas um, and can come in and still play sort of the number 10, um, maybe a number 8, not really an 8, not really a 6, more of a 10, but not quite a 10 either. Um, he's a guy who's going to be looking to connect with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, as we've been talking about. Um, so getting Legette, who was not there, the very first game when Zlatan played and then came back in the second game against Dallas but didn't have Zlatan. So it's this is the first time we get to see that pairing if they start those two t- together, um, which, is an, which is a very important uh, way that the Galaxy have to work together. That is going to be one of the keys. We talk about you know keys to any game and sort of big storylines. For me, it's a midfield with Sebastian Legette, Joe Corona, and Jonathan Dos Santos that played so well against Minnesota, that was dominating against Minnesota. And we'll need to do that against Portland and Diego Valeri as well, um, and how that midfield did so well with Antuna sort of running that point on the 4-3-3, and whether or not Guillermo Barrescalito still plays in a 4-3-3 or something, you know, a 4-2-3-1 in a different way with Slothon and how they press and look at those different things. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that you you definitely want to keep an eye on on where these guys go. But Sebastian Legette, Jonathan Dos Santos both seem to have escaped international duty without any injuries, although there was a report at one point that Jonathan Dos Santos was limping a little bit. It doesn't seem to be um, something that's too serious. So, it's something to keep an eye on, but right now I'm not anticipating any changes with those guys, with Sebastian Legette or with Jonathan Dos Santos. For me, those guys are both starters, and they did well in their international duty. They should be coming back with a lot of confidence. All right, uh, onward and upward. We've gotten you through some injury updates, and of course we've gotten you through uh, a little international. Now let's talk a little EMLS Cup, uh, something you know the Hammer and I love to talk about uh, all the time. So we actually went to the EMLS Cup, a EMLS event that was here in uh, Santa Ana at one point at the eSports Arena that was there and actually had a pretty cool time. It was a really kind of neat vibe and stuff like that. Um, they, have pl- they have played another event. I believe it was in Dallas um, not too long ago. Um, and now they are getting ready for the second annual EMLS Cup, which will be held in Boston at PAX East on Saturday, March 30th. Uh, LA Galaxy esports player Giuseppe Guastella will be representing the Galaxy once again. Uh, games are set to take place at the Castle at Park Plaza in Boston and will run from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. The games will be streamed on Twitch, Twitter, and MLSsoccer.com. There are some standings in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. I will tell you from my very limited 
watching of EMLS so far. I've watched one sort of full event and sort of understood how it went. Um, I will tell you, I know who the person to beat right now. It is Philadelphia Union's Dulsta, um, who is a really great player. Uh, he only has six losses, but besides that, like he only has one draw. He's a ton of wins whenever you look at this. Uh, and he's the guy who's won the last two events. He won the Santa Ana one and he won the Dallas one. So he is going into the EMLS Cup, if you're excited about that. Um, and sort of see uh, what the, what he can do. Uh, the G Godfather, GGG Godfather, uh, who who is the LA Galaxy representative, currently in fourth place in the Western Conference. Uh, the Houston Dynamo have a guy who is really good. They have FC Dallas in second, and you have the Portland Timbers, um, who are right above the Godfather. Um, so we'll see. Uh, you can watch that uh, as it goes on on the 30th. Uh, again, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. If you're interested in FIFA, if you like it, if you're just even thinking about possibly wondering why people watch video games, uh, I suggest that you go check it out. I actually have a lot of fun uh, watching it. It seems interesting, and I don't even play FIFA anymore, so it's not something that I'm, you know, I have to do all the time. Um, so that's that's certainly something that I would suggest you do. Let's get to some more sort of uh, stuff that we have to talk about, and I promise I'm going to get to the rumors and Giancarlo Gonzalez and why there's a holdup and all that fun stuff as well. So everybody sit tight. We're going to do that. Remember, if you want to call into the, the, the show, you can. It's 949-734-4217. 949-734-4217. Um, if you have any questions or comments about any of that stuff, and we'll be happy to... To, uh, to discuss that as well. All right, this is big, and I want you to pay, pay attention. Uh, AFJA is having a new slash used equipment drive benefiting uh, this 501c3 nonprofit organization. This AFJA is a, and they call it a Football Amatense, and I'm sure I'm butchering that, and I apologize. Um, I was told they're, they're, a, uh, they're a nonprofit that provides access to organized soccer academies in countries like El Salvador and Guatemala. Uh, they collect new and used soccer equipment here in the United States and personally deliver, deliver that, that to their youth in their target communities. And through organized soccer, they're trying to groom young social and community leaders while also bridging the world through the sport um, that everybody loves. Uh, so I got in contact with them a little bit. Uh, they said that they're working with the LA Galaxy right now to bring fans to the Portland Timber Games on 331 through the link lagalaxy.com forward slash AFJA and take advantage of the same day to host a donation drive with uh, LA Riot Squad and Angel City Brigade. So it would be really awesome um, if everybody could find some used equipment that they have lying around that maybe they don't use anymore. Maybe I'll donate those cleats after Saturday and and sort of, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe those maybe my, uh, my kicks will be uh, in that donation pile. I was told specifically, uh, watching them on Twitter and talking, somebody asked, is there anything in spe you know, specifically that you can bring? Apparently sizes six through nine shoes are the hardest things for them to get and the things that they, they need the most because that's where everybody is trying to uh, try, really the ages that they, they look at, that's their shoe sizes. So six to nine on the shoe size for uh, the cleats if you can, um, that would be awesome. You guys, this is, this is one of those things that just makes sense um, on a whole bunch of different levels. And so if I can and possibly, uh, you know, uh, push or, 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 
persuade you to go in one direction, I would say this is one of those things that seems worth it to donate to. Um, and I'd really love to, to see everybody out there. Uh, they are also accepting monetary donations as well. Uh, the donation event itself starts at 3 p.m. on Sunday by the Angel City Brigade tailgate. So look for them out there, the AFJA uh, and football Amatense. Um, and that's where they'll be. And uh, hopefully that will be uh, a fun time for everybody and, and really get it. All right. Uh, one little thing. One little thing. It's fun. It's fun, so I have to keep bringing it up because this is this is the type of thing where you sit there and go, "Come on, man. This is just this is a good time." Uh, I saw a flyer today. It was posted on Facebook, and we've talked about Jermaine Jones, who jo- who was who has joined the Ontario Reign in the uh, Major Arena Soccer League, and then you have Landon Donovan, who joined the San Diego Soccer's. Excuse me, the Ontario Fury. By the way, I'm an idiot. Sometimes I should just read the thing that's right in front of me. Um, so you look at those, so you know that Jermaine Jones is playing for Ontario, you know Landon Donovan is playing for San Diego, we told you about this before, but Thursday, April 4th, uh, those two will be playing against each other, so if you are in the Inland Empire, if not, go drive there on a Thursday, because, uh, this Fury versus Soccer game, it it could be one for the ages, uh, it's hysterical, the flyer says, the showdown in O-Town, of course, speaking of Ontario, um, and so it says, uh, the tagline, once teammates, now rivals, the greatest matchup in MASL history, um, so it cracks me up, this is awesome, this is, you know, people talk about the need for Major League Soccer to have stars and then maybe not have stars. Uh, talking about arena soccer and the need to have stars, that place, I would expect that they're going to really almost sell this place out. Uh, they have reserve se- reserve seats there are starting at $10. There's VIP packages available to this. I mean, this is appointment showing. You got you to gotta show up for this. This is fun. Two LA Galaxy players, although certainly one more revered than the other one. Uh, although I think some people would say Jermaine Jones never played for the LA Galaxy, and I might agree with that. Um, so between that, it, it seems like it will be a really fun night. Uh, I know there's a bunch of LA Galaxy fans out in the Inland Empire who already attend the Ontario Fury games. Um, I actually attended the games whenever they were in Anaheim for a season or two. Um, so so it was uh, that was it was fun and interesting, and I'm glad to see that they found a foothold in Ontario. It really seems to sit it uh, sort of fit them really well there. Uh, Citizens Business Bank Arena in Ontario doors open at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. All right, good. Glad we got through that. That's fun. That's fun. See, this is what we've been missing without this whole like live soccer international break thing. Uh, it's been driving me crazy. You go and you start the season. You have three games. Everybody gets all hyped up, and then there's no games being played. And you sit there and go, okay, when is when are when are you going to see it again? And granted, there were granted uh, how many four games got played over the weekend um, without people having you know their starters. I always think that that's just ridiculous on MLS's part. Um, some of those teams choose to play during that international break. Some of the teams choose. Not, some of the teams are forced into playing in that international break. But it's like, hey, you know your best players that play internationally. Yeah, they're going to go away, and you're going to play a game, and you can't complain about it. Um, so. Uh, again, I'm just glad the international break is over. It always comes at a weird time. I think even in England, whenever you look at how the uh, that whole season starts, I think it comes relatively close to the beginning of the season as well, maybe you know five or six games into it, and then it's like, oh, stop, national team games. Everybody's got a break. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, one of the things also to keep an eye on, um, Julian Araujo went off with, I believe, the U23s, and he came back, so he should be ready um, to play for the LA Galaxy this weekend. Efrain Alvarez, keep an eye on where he gets called up to and where it could happen because uh, I'm sure that Mexico is looking to cap him 
uh, to cap tie him. I'm sure the United States would love to sweep in and sort of steal him. So watching how they sort of fight between the two or try to outposition or outwrangle each other, um, we'll see. It's fun to sort of see how that how that might play out, and it'll be interesting to see where his you know allegiances lie. Right now, it's been Mexico, and it has been Mexico for a while. So it, it would be no surprise to see him going to uh, to Mexico. Um, in fact, if you're putting money on it, that's where you go. All right. Uh, we continue on. I want to make sure we get to this next uh, very fun part. We've been doing our Corner of the Galaxy Bracket Madness. You've been voting. Uh, we're finally, and I say finally, it feels like it's been forever. It was just since last Thursday. Uh, we did our bracket. It was sort of the, the top storylines of 2019. Something fun to do. Uh, and we finally have our our final grouping here. So we went all the way. We had, you know, Giovanni Dos Santos and the Geo buyout. We thought for sure that was a number one seed. And that number one seed lasted all the way to the final four until uh, a man who, who really needs no introduction, a man who beat uh, in his first round game, the first round matchup. It was Dennis Teclosa versus Chris Klein, who beat Chris Klein 95 to five in terms of voting. Uh, he then went on to beat uh, the defensive upgrades. Dennis Teclosa did 93 to seven. Uh, before he went up against the number one seed in Giovanni Dos Santos. Um, and I think even if you're watching on the uh, on the the live stream, which I encourage you to do on YouTube, um, even if you're watching that, I can I can blow this up a little bit on the Landon Donovan side of the bracket, as we call it. Uh, if you look at it, the Geo buyout, which was, I think, rightfully a number one seed and is probably the biggest story. But now that it's gone... It's sort of, it's like, okay, that was a big story, but, you know, what's going to have longer-lasting implications? And I think that's where you, the voters, went with this. Uh, Dennis DeClosa beats the Geo, Geo buyout. So the number four seed beats the number one seed. To get to the final matchup, Dennis DeClosa, the number four seed, will be uh, on the Landon Donovan side of the bracket. Now, if we go over to the other side and we sort of see how who got into that, it should be no surprise, or maybe it is a surprise. Uh, it is Efrain Alvarez and his breakout, his first sort of appearance with the LA Galaxy, what he was able to do, and that being a large storyline for the LA Galaxy in 2019. I'll, I'll be honest, I thought Valdecantos, Javier Valdecantos, who got in there and beat the Guillermo Barrascoloto twins, or, or, or the Guillermo and Gustavo Barrascoloto twins, um, in the first round, and then Valdecantos went up against Zlatan's Achilles, uh, and beat Zlatan's Achilles, a seven versus a two seed, got all the way to the final four, but lost 61 to 39 to Efrain Alvarez uh, and his breakout. So your final, your final matchup right now uh, is Dennis DeClosa on the Landon Donovan side of the bracket, bracket versus Efrain Alvarez's breakout season on the Robbie Keane side of the breakout uh, to determine the championship. I will tell you that voting is open right now on Thursday at 7 p.m. Go find uh, at GIS Hammer on Twitter, and he has it up there. I'll retweet it after I'm done with the show here. But this is this is one of those fun things that we wanted to do. Uh, we've finally gotten all the way through it, and we're we're glad that we're sort of there now and, and can do it. But anyway, Dennis DeClosa and Efrain's breakout. Uh, long-term 2019 storylines. I don't know which one I lean on that. It's a number four versus a number three. This really isn't an upset either way. Is Dennis DeClosa going to have a longer-term impact on the LA Galaxy, or is it a bigger storyline in 2019 as Efrain Alvarez's breakout season so far in 2019? Which one has the ability to impact the LA Galaxy the greatest? I think that is your 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 vote there for 2019 and 2019 storylines, and so we're glad you could do a big shout-out to the Hammer, by the way. Uh, the Hammer doing, doing the Lord's work, uh, putting all that stuff together, and then uh, me just sort of putting stuff into... Um, 
into the, the, the brackets and, and trying to show that graphically. So hopefully that worked out well for you. I, we've been having fun with it. Uh, maybe we'll do something like that in the, in the future. Maybe we'll have some contests and do some things. So I'll tell you right now, um, we're going to give away two tickets to the Portland game, um, and we're probably going to do it on this show. So uh, everybody get ready. If you're, if you're, we're going to do it on the phone lines because that's more fun to me. Um, so get that telephone number ready. We're not going to do it right now, but in about 10 minutes, we're going to give away two tickets to this, uh, to this game coming up on Portland. Uh, Section 108, row E. They are good seats. They're always good seats. Section 108, row E. Um, so we'll certainly see uh, uh, what that is. But anyway, get your Galaxy trivia. It's an easy question. It's just a matter of, really, who's going who's gonna to get in there first. And again, don't call now because it, it's not going to work. If you have any other Galaxy questions, we, of course, can get to those. Um, but for right now, if you're calling for the contest, you're not going to be in. So 949-734-4217 is where we sit currently, and we'd be glad to have you on. You can talk about anything you want regards to the LA Galaxy, um, and we'll be happy to talk about it. Again, our injury update right now, Perry Kitchen, the only player that we see out, he has that ankle injury. He was in an air cast for a while. I'm not sure if he's still in the air cast, quite honestly. It's been a while since I've been out to training, and we did not get an update on Thursday as we're recording on Thursday night because it's a Sunday game, media available for Zlatan and Guillermo Barrescoloto gets pushed to Friday. So if you're looking for updates on who, on what we sort of think this lineup is going to look like and where everybody sits, you're going to want to look for Friday morning around 10, 11 o'clock. Um, Larry Morgan, Larry Morgan not on Twitter, will of course be out there and ready to do it um, and ready to talk. And Roman Alessandrini, uh, he already talked to him for a little bit before he went off and uh, and had to do some uh, some training on Tuesday. So uh, he'll have some stuff like that. You can expect a notebook from Larry. You can expect a game preview for us as well. Um, all right, let's now go to uh, Defender. Uh, defender Giancarlos Gonzalez and the saga. It's not really a saga. We kind of told you this is how this was going to happen. Um, we expected that it might happen a little faster, um, but it has not. And it's sort of hit a little bit of a roadblock, I would say. Although the Galaxy certainly aren't uh, aren't clarifying it as a roadblock. They're saying that it, it continues to move in a positive direction. Uh, Kevin Baxter reporting this response reporting this morning uh, I've been told the LA Galaxy are moving in a positive direction in their efforts to add Costa Rican defender Giancarlo Gonzalez but a deal is unlikely to be done this week all right cool that doesn't really matter May 7th is when the deadline is in order to bring everybody in that is when the primary transfer window they still have plenty of time to do it if they're still doing it and it seems likely that they are over the weekend we got a video from Giancarlo Gonzalez of him talking to a reporter in Spanish and whenever he asked him are you going to LA uh, Giancarlo responded no I'm going back to uh, Bologna uh, in Syria uh, where he is going to uh, where he currently has a team and where he plays right now and that seemed to have some people think that the deal was dead the deal is not dead and we never moved our rumor tracker. Um, it is something very interesting uh, that we've seen, uh, you know, with this that is all about the allocation spot. That's what you're looking for right now. It's all about the allocation spot. Um, so the LA Galaxy have to move up, and we've talked about this. They have to move up from 11th in the allocation ranking to probably in the top three. Not sure if Toronto is interested in one that keeps the allocation spot and so will pass on Gonzalez. Uh, I think Orlando is next after that. So there's teams that would have to pass. Basically, you have to get 10, 10 teams to pass 
on Giancarlo Gonzalez right now. You're one of those teams is going to pick that. So you need to move up. Uh, Sam Stescheko reporting for MLSsoccer.com. Uh, he's an independent reporter that uh, does some contract work with MLS Soccer. So St- Sam is a great source for league information. Uh, and he says a quick story in the Galaxy being in touch with several teams about moving up in the allocation order that almost certainly need to get higher than their current position of 11 to land Giancarlo Gonzalez. Um, so what basically it says in the article is that the LA Galaxy need to pay money in order to move up. And they're currently valuing, and Sam says talking to people that he's talked to, uh, they're currently with the trade earlier this year with FC Cincinnati and the allocation spot and everything that happened, that values about $400,000 in allocation money. So the Galaxy are going to have to give up $400,000 in allocation to money to somebody in, those t- in that top 10 in order to move up as long as they can get close enough um, to, to make that happen. The big problem here is that whoever they trade with has to drop back to 11th. So maybe the LA Galaxy can come in and do a trade uh, that gets them all the way up to 11th. Maybe the LA Galaxy can, or gets them all the way up into the top one. But then Toronto would have to be okay with moving all the way back into the uh, into that 11th spot. So Toronto may not want to do that. So they may pass on Giancarlo Gonzalez, which would mean the Galaxy would then look at Orlando. And you say to Orlando, hey, do you want... And maybe they do want Giancarlo Gonzalez. Maybe that's the team they're going to want to trade with. Maybe they need that 400. Maybe it ends up being more than that. But that's what's holding it up right now with Giancarlo Gonzalez. We have a uh, telephone call here. Uh, who's this? What's up, dog? This All right, you're done. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll gladly take anybody who wants to come on the show and talk, but you're not allowed to swear. All right? Uh, always. There's always one who ruins all the fun. All right. So anyway, so as the LA Galaxy go and look at this, um, it, it's a difficult situation for them to come up with um, in terms of moving up and then having somebody drop back. And that's the difficulty of this move. We've told you all along that the allocation would be the hardest part of this, that moving into these situations is going to be the hardest part of this because you have to keep going into, um, you know, I want your spot. Okay, how much is it worth? And then, oh, by the way, you're dropping back into 11th. If the Galaxy were like in 5th or 4th, um, sometimes you can say, okay, well, if you're in fifth, I'll give you, you know, $300,000 and I drop back to fifth. Um, so it, it's one of those things that you, you sort of have to watch and you, and you have to pay attention to that this could be the holdup. This could ultimately kill the deal. It's not dead right now. Um, it's still going uh, exactly with the way that you would expect it to go. Um, so it's one of those things that it's like, okay, this is going to happen. It probably will happen, but how much money is it? And what can the the negotiations really do? Um, so that's what we're trying to do. Uh, that's what the galaxy are trying to do. They're trying to move up. They're trying to pay the money and they're trying to navigate the allocation. Uh, now we had a question come through here, uh, from Matt on Instagram. Matt says, Josh, can you address why the league needs allocation order? Because it just seems dumb. And also, uh, and then he asked another question as well. It just seems dumb. Yeah, it can be dumb. Um, it's one of those things that if you look at it, it was made because they didn't want to, um, they didn't want to sit there and say, hey, um, you know, you, we don't want to create competition between the teams. We don't want to sit there and say, hey, uh, you know, for the LA Galaxy, you know, we don't want you to have to go compete with these other guys. It had a time. We all know that the Galaxy compete for players outside the league now. Uh, because he was once inside the league, Giancarlo Gonzalez with the Columbus crew, and they transferred him out. That's why they have the allocation. All right, we're going to give this another try. Who's this? 
Hey, sorry I cooked, bro. Yeah, it's it's all good, Will. We're we're good. Just can't do it. All right, buddy. All right, bro. What hey, do you got? Dog. Uh, you you ready for the line, bro? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'm excited, bro. No, I, I I think you you tell me. I think that Galaxy fans should be a little nervous about seeing Zlatan Ibrahimovic out there. And the only reason I say that is because we still, that whole injury thing still had me totally spooked because there was no information coming out. Do you feel confident that dude's fine, good to go? I think he, I think, I think he's ready. My thing is just, um, I think now for sure after this, he's not going to play on turf this whole year. Yeah, because remember Guillermo Barrascolotto said that he expected him to play on turf, right? And so yeah, it's it's hysterical because I keep seeing Vancouver fans um, talking to the LA Galaxy Twitter and, and asking people, "Is Zlatan gonna play in Vancouver?" And I'm like, "Dude, there's I, if I'm Guillermo, there's no way I'm gonna sit there and put Zlatan Ibrahimovic up on up on the turf and anywhere really. I, I don't think it, it I don't think it matters. I don't think it's important." Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problems. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. There goes Will. All right. If you're ready, uh, let's see. Did I explain the Giancarlo Gonzalez thing good enough for everybody? I'll I'll leave to the... I'll sort of look at what everybody says. Um, You know... I'll look what everybody says in the chat room, but tell me if if it's not making sense. Listen, it's allocation order. It shouldn't make sense. Um, that's one of those things. You shouldn't. It shouldn't make sense for you. Um, so it's just to try to limit the competition between the teams, and that means that some players are on allocation order, and it's because he got transferred out for the Columbus Crew for a transfer fee. That's that's really what it was. Um, so anyway, no, glad uh, glad that we could clear that up. Glad Will got in and we could talk about that. All right, uh, the weekly schedule for the LA Galaxy, really we're at the end of it. I'll tell you right now that if you are some one of these people who has never been to training and you want to go to training, this is me telling you or not telling you. I never really know whether or not as a media person, whether or not I'm supposed to encourage you to go to training or not. And the LA Galaxy posts the weekly schedule on their website. They used to not do that. And so it was more like, oh, question mark, you know, it, we'll see what it has. Um, if you if if you wanted to, because the game is on Sunday, they will be training on Saturday. So if you do not normally get days off during the week, which I don't, um, then perhaps going out to training on Saturday is a good idea. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if they sort of embrace that. I don't know how the LA Galaxy feel about it, but the first Sunday game means training on Saturday. It's usually quick. You want to get there early. The LA Galaxy train on Saturday at 10 a.m. I would be there by 10 a.m. if I was ever going to go, and I might go because I might go there and try to get some interviews with some people. Um, and then, uh, again, the game is on Sunday. They will be off on Monday. It looks like it's a, a TBD, but uh, a to be determined. There might be a recovery session on Monday. There might not be. Um, so we'll see sort of how that goes with, with everything. By the way, chat room reminding me the Pato, uh, rumor, the, the Pato rumor that we decided to rank with ducks instead of with Patos, uh, instead of stars, because we knew it was a, a BS rumor, uh, did sign with Sao Paulo, uh, in Brazil. So Pato not coming to the LA galaxy. So if you're looking for that, that's, uh, that's one of those things. I think that you're probably a little disappointed like me, cause I wanted the Pato and Pato show. Um, it was one of those things I, I certainly wanted to do. Um, let's see. Somebody in the chat room said, uh, let's see if I can get to it. Oh, okay, good. I got another call here. Let's get to that instead. <clears throat> three, two, three. Who's this? Hey, uh, hey, guys, man, it's Danny from Downey. Hey, Danny, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing good. What do you got for me, buddy? Uh, so I just wanted to ask a couple questions about the team's depth. Depth. Yeah. Um. 
So if if the Giancarlo Gonzalez uh, deal goes through, and we do get another defender, I, I'm pretty sure that should cover the the defense as far as depth goes. But seeing as how we don't have a, a true backup forward, but we did see Antuna play really good there, would you still go out and get another backup forward? Yeah, you asked the perfect question because it's one of those things that I've been sitting there and thinking about, and I think I've written articles that have sort of tried to point in that direction, which is, um, you know, hey, do the Galaxy go out and get somebody right now, or do they wait? I mean, is it more important right now, Danny? To me... There's a value to waiting for the summer when the transfer window is open across the world where you could get some you know, bigger names that are coming off of contracts perhaps yeah. that you could get for lower rates. And then there's another advantage to that as well, which is that you get to do this cool thing, which is you get to prorate contracts through half the year, right? So a contract that's worth yeah. $4 million is really only worth $2 million you know, from the summer and all that. So there might be, and I, I haven't talked to Dennis DeCloso about it. Um, he's one of the guys that continue to try to get on the show so that way we can have discussions like this. It might be better for the Galaxy to wait and to use the things that they have and see if that works. Um, I'll say the big sort of downside is that if Zlatan gets hurt, um, knock on wood and you can pray to whatever gods you want. Uh, you can pray to Zlatan himself. Uh, but if anything, if, if that happens, that puts the Galaxy at a disadvantage. I think they played really well against Minnesota. Can they do that every single game against some of these better teams that you're looking at in the Western Conference? The Sporting Kansas Cities, uh, the Seattles, the other team across the way. Um, so all of those things, as you look at it, it's that's sort of my question about the depth is, do you need to do it now? Um, and is there some benefit to waiting? And there might be some benefit to waiting. Does, yeah, does I that... mean, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of on the same boat. Okay. I just want to try it out. And if, if by the summer we need someone, then... We have at it, but if not, then just keep keep it this way. You get me? Yeah, no, I, I feel I, I think it is the interesting thing is whether or not the Galaxy will have to free up international slots. We talked about Didi Traore, who takes up an international slot right now, possibly going back down to LA Galaxy two or being loaned down to LA Galaxy two yeah. to open up an international slot. That's still a possibility. So even if Giancarlo Gonzalez does eventually come in, which we're still anticipating that happens, um, then you're still gonna have an international slot that's able to slide somewhere in there. Awesome. Anything else, Danny? Yeah. Uh, awesome, buddy. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. How are you doing? All right. Uh, there goes Danny. All right, let's play the game. Let's do it. Let's give away some tickets. Uh, the first caller to get in, 949-734-4217 wins two tickets. And please call. if you, I, I want you to want the tickets. You have to answer this trivia question. Name the five players uh, who currently are tied for the LA Galaxy's lead in goals. Five players who are currently tied with the LA Galaxy's lead in goals. Uh, let's see. I got a 909 number. Let's see how 909 does. 909. All right. Are you calling for the tickets? Hey, Josh. Hey. How you doing? Good. Who, who's this? Not for the tickets. I think I'm delayed here. Oh, no problems. It always happens. We can talk about this for a second, and then I'll just make people call, and it'll be random on the backside. What question? Who? First of all, what's your name, and, uh, and, and, and uh, what's your question? My name is Tom from San Gabriel Valley. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Uh, my question is... Um, no one's really talking about uh, Dave Romney, and uh, he's kind of uh, fallen from, I don't know, from grace or what, but he's, uh, you know, not a starter anymore, and I'm wondering if you've known, like, anything about uh, his if his pay playability has been uh, lessened over uh, the off season or, or what's going on with him. 
Um, I will say that Dave Romney is a victim probably of his own versatility. Uh, you hear that sometimes about guys who can play multiple positions. Uh, Dave Romney and Dan Starris are both probably going to be victims of playing really well and then uh, not necessarily, um, you know, sort of finding the 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 response from the coaching staff that they want. I mean, you know, Dan Starris has been the best defender that the LA Galaxy probably have had so far this season, and he's going to be the one who goes out whenever Giancarlo Gonzalez comes in. So how fair is that? Same thing with Dave Romney down the stretch. He and Dan Starris were the best center back pairing the LA Galaxy had last year. Granted, the the center back pairing was was crap. Um, so you can sort of you can yeah. say that, but at the same time, when you look at the LA Galaxy um, and and what they need a guy like Dan Starris because he can back up, or, or and excuse me, need a guy like Dave Romney because he can back up every position. I mean, you could play him at right back if you really wanted to. I wouldn't suggest it. Um, but you could play him at right back mm-hmm. if you really wanted to do it, um, and he would he would be one of those guys who who could play there. He could play center back, he can play left back, so he's the versatile guy. I think that it has to be hurting his confidence a little bit, which is unfortunate. So, um, you know, that's sort of how it is. Anything else? No, that's it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Appreciate Great the call. Show. All right. Uh, again, now phone lines open for the tickets. Uh, I saw some people trying to call. I will take the next one that comes in. Seven one four. 714-949-734-4217. Two tickets to the game coming up on Sunday. Uh, we'd be happy to have you as our guest at this game. You're going to have to pay for parking. I think that's a pretty good deal. Um, you also get to sit next to some of my favorite Corner of the Galaxy listeners. Uh, Pam is going to be sitting in two of those seats, so you can say hi to Pam as well. All right, let's see. Maybe we have it. Maybe you can actually give these tickets away, and I don't have to do it on Twitter. 562, who's this? Hello, this is Adrian. I'm sorry, what's your name? Adrian. Adrian, awesome. Are you calling about the tickets? Yes, I am. All right, can you give me the answer? The five players who currently tied for the lead in goals for the LA Galaxy. Yes, Daniel Steris, yes. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, mm-hmm. Sebastian Lejet, mm-hmm. Jonathan Dos Santos, yes. and Chris Pony. That is absolutely 100 correct, uh, 100% correct. Congratulations there, Adrian. You win the two tickets. What I need you to do... Um, is that you can tweet at me, you can Instagram message me, you can do, you can email me. If you're emailing me, cornerofthegalaxy at gmail.com, uh, just, uh, you know, tell me, uh, tell me that, uh, that you were the caller on there and we'll go ahead and, and take care of those and I will email those tickets over to you. All right. All right. Awesome. Adrian, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right. Thank you. All right. There we go. Adrian, the winner. Let's see. I have another call here. If I can get to it, I'm sure these are probably people who also want to win the tickets. Uh, four, two, four. Who's this? Hey, Josh, this is Hugh from Reddit. Hugh, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? First of all, thanks for the tickets in advance. I appreciate it. <laughs> wife and I are going to attend. Uh, second of all, you're looking really good, man. I can tell the rowing classes are paying off. Don't, don't, you're don't, don't build up this ego any more than it needs to be, Hugh. I've been, I've been, I've been working out, and it's been, uh, it's been, a, a, I don't know. If people saw my Instagram stories. Uh, I was, I, I showed up this morning. I think at five thirty, driving to work out because I record on Thursday nights. So I had to work out this morning after working out last night. So it's been fun. I enjoyed. If anybody, by the way, wants to go rowing with me in Orange County at this place, I can get you a free class. You need to talk to me. This, these are my people i'll teach you how to row all right anyway that was enough rowing people let's nobody ever wants to hear that again what what do you got hugh <laughs> so the the question was the top five goal scores yeah Is but that right yeah Did but yeah but we already got a winner dude we already somebody already won oh. they got in in front of you i'm sorry i apologize i knew number one i knew you would know the answer i'm I, i'm surprised I'm, I'm i'm so i'm not surprised that you called in 
I'm delayed, man. It's no problem. It's no problem whatsoever. Yep, no I problem. I did also want to mention, I did also, it, it, totally fine. I'll get the next set of tickets. Not a worry, okay? Yeah. But I did want to talk about the rules that are preventing us from getting Giancarlo Gonzalez. Uh-huh, yes. I've heard a lot of people griping and complaining about the rules and why are we, why, why do these rules exist? They're just keeping us down, right? Right. They're preventing the league from moving forward. Listen, as a Galaxy fan, I would do away with the rules tomorrow if possible, right? Because that would benefit us because we have an ownership that spends. We'd be a top team by next year. Right, but this is bad overall for the league because there are a lot of owners, a lot of ownerships that don't spend. Right, that's obviously not a good thing. But the moment that you know you do away with the rules, you're going to have two or three teams that are going to win every single competition. So what's the fun in that? There's yep. absolutely no fun in that. No, I no, and so, and I see that's sort of been my thing. I'm all for eventually taking the handcuffs off of Major League Soccer. Um, I'm also all for uh, all for meaning the handcuffs, meaning that that also means like there's still a salary cap even with the ha- even with the handcuffs on. Just make everything simpler for me, Hugh. I don't. I understand allocation. I, it makes sense to me mostly because I've been following the league long enough to know why they have it, and it's to limit competition between the teams uh, for guys who are coming back into the league after a transfer fee was already paid for. It, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there, right? But otherwise, all the all we know that all the players would want to come to the LA's and the New Yorks and the you know the big teams in Major League Soccer. So in a way, this this does sort of fan out stuff. I just don't know if it still has a place anymore, and I think you're sort of in the same place with me. It has to be. You have to do away with certain rules little by little you have to wean us off okay you can't just do it all at once like some people want and i'm just saying if you if anybody out there listening from reddit twitter instagram wherever if any of you disagree with this you guys just honestly don't understand the game okay that's all i wanted to say all right appreciate it awesome hugh i appreciate the next set of tickets yep you will and i'll i'll see you on reddit hugh hugh from reddit all right everybody i see see mike mike in the chat room says don't disrespect the man call him by his full name so hugh from reddit uh is in there and and getting it by the way i knew if we were gonna have calls he would call so i'm glad that he got to do that uh and adrian i did receive your message so i got you buddy uh just give me some time and i will email those tickets over to you we'll get them i'm glad that you're listening and thank you for doing such a wonderful job Uh, again i want to remind everybody that if you want to come hang out with me you want to come hang out with the supporters uh there was an email list going around that you were able to do they're doing a pickup game i'm going to be out there uh, on saturday i I hope you'll come join me and and hopefully we'll have a good time um you know i'm i'm agile hopefully hopefully the rowing will will save me um let's see we got another call here 909 who's this hey what's up josh this is uh, javi in dallas javi in dallas buddy how's how's dallas treating you buddy it's good, you know. The weather's not bad. I'm kind of enjoying it right now. Okay, this is this is the sweet spot of the year, though, right? It it it's it's gonna get hotter and worse from here. Yeah, you know, springtime. You you know, if you're the galaxy, you want to visit in the spring. Definitely not. Don't want to visit in the summer for sure. That's that's good. Well, the galaxy already got their Dallas trip out of the way, which is, might be a positive, might be a negative. Um, they wacky things always happen in Dallas. But what, what do you got for me, Javi? Well, I'm going to be in town for the Portland game, and I'm wondering if you know if any of our first-team players are going to be playing for Galaxy 2. Oh, good question. Yeah, I don't think so. 
Um, I'm trying to think just in terms of like the real first team players. Like I, I know last week uh, there was it was RSL. I think it was the RSL game where the Galaxy had a whole bunch of Dave Romney was on there. Um, there were some other guys who were down with LA Galaxy too, uh, and it went pear shaped rather quickly. Although they played well in some spots, they also didn't play so well in some spots and ended up getting beat. I think five to nothing. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case this week because I think the guys who you would expect to be down there, maybe like you know Alvarez or maybe you know guys like uh, Julian. Arajo or um, or some of those guys um, that have been going, you know, uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce. Um, I feel like they're going to be more focused on the senior team bench and whether or not they're going to be played with the senior team because the LA Galaxy 2 game is on Saturday night, um, Javi, as I'm sure you know, and then the Galaxy will play on Sunday afternoon, evening-ish. Um, so there won't be a whole bunch of time or recovery in between those things. And Maybe Guillermo has a really good idea of what his lineup is Saturday after training um, and can sort of say, mm-hmm. okay, these guys I'm not going to use. I know who's healthy. I know who's not, and it's not going to happen. You may get some guys down there if that happens. I'm interested to see what the bench is going to be like for the senior team um, and how that sort of affects, yeah. how, that, oh, how, that, how that backwards uh, affects the, uh, the LA Galaxy 2 team as well. So it'll be, it could be somebody like Juninho could maybe see some LA Galaxy 2 time. Um, because he's a guy yeah. who hasn't gotten a bunch. So that, that's, I don't have any hard answers for you. It wasn't something I thought of until you brought it up, but it's a really great question. You would expect that there might be some, being that you know Guillermo's going to have a good idea of who his starters are after training on Saturday. Yep, yep. You said it. Um, that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking, gosh, the, the, the bench for the senior team is going to be interesting because we're starting to get a lot of players back from being injured or, or national call-ups or whatever. And, you know, some of the guys that have been starting like week one or two or whatever, they might have to drop down to, to G2. But but who knows? You know, it, it's going to be really interesting. So I thought, hmm, you know, since I'm out there, I'm going to catch the Galaxy 2 game on Saturday night, too. <laughs> awesome, Javi. Well, hopefully uh, I will see you there on Sunday. Make sure you come say hi to me. I'll be at the uh, top of Section 108 at halftime. Top of Section 108 at the bottom of the press box stairs. So I'd love to say hi. All right. Sure thing, buddy. All right, thanks, Javi. I will. Uh, I will catch you. That was a good call from from Javi. Let's see here. I think we have another call coming in as well. And why not? Let's keep them rolling. Eight one eight. Who's this? Yes, hello. This is Danny Flores. Hey, Danny. How's it going, buddy? Good. Going good. Awesome. What What do you got for me? What's your question? No, oh, I thought it was for the the tickets. Oh, the giveaway. tickets, man. <laughs> How far behind is your stream, dude? We gave those out like 15 minutes ago. It feels like it was probably only like five minutes ago. But no, you missed them. I'm sorry. Did you Did you know the answer though? Yeah, I did. It was uh, Ferris, Slatan, uh, um, Jonathan dos Santos, mm-hmm. um, Pontius. Yep. And then, uh, come on, that dude with the nose. Oh my god, it's a no. Oh yeah, legit. There you legit. go. Yeah, you 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 would have won <laughs> had you been first. You would have won, but yeah, unfortunately not. But hopefully, we'll still see you out the game. All right. You have any any other? Do you have a question uh, that you want to get on the air before we uh, yeah. let you go? Yes, I was glad to ask a question. Um, my question is like, what do you now that we have LAFC's competition and their culture with the thirty two fifty two? I've done my research with the ACB and LA Right Spot. How can you make those two groups come together in order to enhance the the experience at the stadium? Because yeah. I know they each have their own culture. They do. They do. How have, how would you solve it? Well, okay. So you know, in full disclosure here is that I've always said if I had like the perfect world, I would love to just put them together and be like, hey, this is where you are. I don't think that's fair to either of them. Um, talking with both of the groups. 
Um, you look at you know the the ACB and what they've been able to do. It is a totally different culture. You're you're 100 right. And so with all the history that's in the corner for for LA Riot Squad, um, I think the real thing here is it's not competition, and one way isn't better than the other. I mean, trying to think, I asked somebody how many you know supporters they thought the LA Galaxy had, and I don't know what the answer is. Um, but somebody said I think there's about 5,000. I'm like, okay, so there's 5,000 voices in a stadium that's a bigger stadium that is you know that can fit more people. That, that makes a bunch of sense to me. It doesn't matter. They don't all have, all have to be in the same place. Uh, this isn't a one, one sort of... Everybody's trying to go, and you see MLS trying to copy itself all the time, and I think it's kind of BS in a lot of ways. Um, I mm-hmm. think that what they do now is great. There's a cross-stadium chant that's a lot of fun. Um, they have, you know, the, the LA Riot Squad has their thing in that corner. They have a ton of history in that corner. ACB has their thing on the north side, and they have a ton of history there as well. So for me... Um, I don't think they need to, there's no competing right now, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, for, for galaxy supporters and what they're doing, they just need to keep doing what they're doing because I think that, you know, their sort of ability to be placed around the stadium for me, I think can get a lot more people involved than just having everybody in one place. So I don't, it's not up to me. It's up to them. If they figure out a way that they want to do it, then that's the way they should do it. Because quite honestly, you know, all those voices coming in from different angles, whenever I'm sitting in the press boxes is a cool thing for me to see. So that's, that's sort of my take on it. I don't know. I know there's people who disagree. I know there's fans who don't sit in supporters groups who have an opinion on it. I know there's supporters groups who have opinions on it. I don't think it's an issue anymore. Um, and I don't think it's diff- I don't think it's wrong or not the right way. It, for me, it's always been about doing what is true to the culture of the LA Galaxy and not worrying about what other people are doing. And I think that's what the supporters groups, the Galaxians, you know, uh, ACB and and Lars, I think that's what they do is they stay true to themselves in that. So I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Gotcha. I just wanted to add something real quick. Um, from the first game, I noticed that I, I was sitting closer to Lars, uh-huh. but I noticed that uh, against Chicago Fire, they were louder with their two sections. Right. And that um, the, the game against Minnesota um, – uh, Angel City Brigade only had one section. They were kind of quiet, and Lars was louder. So they kind of cancel each other out, depending on the number of people. I just want to add that from from my experience from those two games. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 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 attendance in both the supporters groups, I think, fluctuates, you know, a lot depending on what time the game is. Mostly, I think that's usually what it is. If it's a weekday game, um, you know, also depending on who the opponent is. Obviously, whenever you see uh, the other team from across the way come over, you're going to see StubHub Center or StubHub Center. I did it. I, it's going to be like six months until I <laughs> say it, until I stop saying it. Uh, I think you're going to see Dignity Health Sports Park. Um, you know, it's going to be fully packed, and all those sections are going to be jammed. Um, and so you see, uh, you know, against San Jose, same thing you know against Seattle against Portland I'm expecting a pretty big crowd on Sunday even though it's a Sunday game it's a nationally televised game it makes a bunch of sense to me that there'll be a bunch of people I think that all those sections ebb and flow in relation to the overall crowd and how that goes as well so for me it's never really a a question about how the supporters groups draw in those it's always just a question about how the game draws more than anything else so all right all right, thank you so much, Josh. Awesome, man. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. I know we had one more person calling in um, that was trying to get in there, so I will I will do my best uh, to sort of hold this up. But we do have to start transitioning and getting everybody ready for uh, some things. There are some other questions I want to get to before. Uh, at RPG RGP Soccer said, "Hey, uh, Josh, is the Antuna loan set, or could he be recalled?" Uh, sometime in the summer window. This is a great question. I actually went back, looked up the press release. Um, what I was able to find, what I was able to look at, 
was that the LA Galaxy say it's a year-long loan. That doesn't mean anything, but it says it's a year-long loan. So he is on a year-long loan. He is here with the uh, with the LA Galaxy, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be a recall. Now, there could be language in that that says that Antuna could be recalled at any time, um, but we're not privy to that information, and the Galaxy do say it's a year-long loan. So that's my, uh, my answer to that one. All right, we did get the other call. 805, who's this? Oh, cool. Hey, this is Ivan from Ventura. Ivan, thanks for calling in, buddy. What can we do for you? Yeah, so I just had a question. What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, that the rookie, the, the kid that just came in, uh, uh, Emil Guayo, or, yeah, Emil, or something like that? Um, I'm sorry, which one? I, I don't no. know. I this is, It's probably somebody uh, new. Uh, for... Emil, 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 Emil Oh, Guayo. Oh, Guayo. Gotcha. Yeah, Guayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. I know yeah, who you're talking he, about. He's like the the attacking mid, I think it is, or central. Yeah, he was the central attacking guy. Uh, started the first game whenever Legette was injured. Um, I think yeah. I think that he could be a good player for the Galaxy. That was another guy who played for the LA Galaxy too. Uh, whenever uh, that they were playing Real Salt Lake, um, so I remember I remember that one as well. Uh, I think Cuello could be good, but he's coming out of college and it's going to take him a little bit to get up to the speed. I like him. I think he has some technical skills, but I'm certainly yeah. Same here. yeah. Yeah, I feel I, like he needs a little bit of experience. He right? does. He does need experience, which is, but he also he needs like professional experience, right? Which is why LA Galaxy yeah, Two is 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 a good place for him. Um, but he needs also he needs professional level, um, you know, a senior team level minutes as well. That's going to be harder to come by because you have Alvarez who's in there who they really want to bring along and really develop this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they gotcha. they kind of play in the same position, although they don't. Uh, Alvarez could be coming in for Zlatan. Uh, Cuello could be coming in for Leget whenever you look at it. But there's a lot of midfielders, so I think it's going to be difficult for Cuello yeah. to push his there's, way into the, into the lineup. There definitely is. I think. Uh... They really need a, a good striker or a different one. I think Ola would have been a good fit if he would have stayed, but, you know, I, I understand the whole thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, no, but, it, it makes sense and, for, and then, it makes and sense for Ola. Slatten's uh, injury was really unexpected, too, so, you know, <sighs> but it, how, all, it all just happened all at once. I'll, I'll ask you this question, though. How unexpected is a 37-year-old getting any type of injury? The bottom line is that yeah. we're, we're living on, you know, the Galaxy are, are, are playing on borrowed time with Zlatan. Um, it's still, I still would have given him all the money that he, he got because you're really thinking about it being spread over two seasons. I don't know if they go and they re-sign him for next year, depending on what this season looks like. I mean, now a 38-year-old, you know, how are you sort of going to look at that? And I mean, if, if the guy performs again, it's going to be one of those things like, how do you not pay him money if he goes out and performs yeah. and has 22 goals again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so uh, so awesome. Anything else? Are we good? I think we're good, man. I just wanted to ask that. All right, sounds good. I will uh, I will uh, catch up with you. Appreciate the call. And all right, I think that's going to be do it for our calls for tonight. I want to make sure that we get to uh, the rest of the questions here and the rest of the uh, the stuff that we're going to cover, including the Portland game that I want to talk about and, and really get into. One of the things, though, uh, Jeremiah has been looking and asking these questions, uh, and he reached out on Twitter after we had a little conversation about it. Um, it's it's one of those things that uh, has, has been a question mark in terms of ESPN+. Plus. So after the game was on Spectrum Sportsnet against Minnesota, usually there's a 24 to 48 hour hold on that game before it gets released on ESPN+, Plus. that way it can be replayed. Um, so Jeremiah reported in basically and said, uh, so after talking with support over the phone at ESPN+, Plus, it sounds like Spectrum Sportsnet 
is keeping replays off ESPN Plus for locals in addition to live streams. So no 24 to 48 hour wait to watch this season. So that is that is what you have right there. Uh, so if you don't have Spectrum, then you can't watch replays of the game. It used to be that, yeah, it's, an, it's a game and that's fine and you get it for 24 to 48 hours. He's saying right now that Spectrum is saying, no, that's not what it's going to happen. And that's what ESPN Plus is reporting about Spectrum is that, no, you can't watch... Um, you can't watch the games. Uh, you can't watch replays of the games. Uh, as a reporter, I'm going to tell you that's BS. Uh, so somebody needs to get, uh, you know, and talk about this. If this is true, and I asked the Galaxy if it was true, I haven't received a response back. I'm expecting a response back. Um, I will dig on this and find out. But this is another reason that, you know, for Spectrum, you look and say, okay, this deal has soured. It's still a lucrative deal for the LA Galaxy, but let's be honest, they're treading water on this until it expires. The league has mandated that no local broadcast deal goes past 2021 now, and that is because it looks like the league is going to package all of the television rights for Major League Soccer into one package, which, good God almighty, I want it. Give it to me. How much do I have to pay? I will watch that, because if you're telling me there is one place and one place only to go watch an MLS game, it is on ESPN+. Plus. It is on, you know, some other service where everything is in one spot. Um, then I'm signing up for that. That is that is what I want. Um, please, 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 um, please make that happen. Uh, I will ask. If I don't get any response from the LA Galaxy, I will ask Spectrum. If I don't get any response from them, I will sink the LA Times on them. All right, then, then, then we'll really get to the to the bottom of this. Okay, so that's that's sort of the power that we have here at the show. Sometimes is to be able to do that with Kevin, um, and to sort of spin him up on something because that is that's it's a bad service right now. You're getting bad service from Spectrum, uh, and you're not really getting what you're paying for if you have Spectrum, and you can't. There's no way to watch a game if you don't have Spectrum. Out even outside of the live broadcast, you can't even watch replays of it. That's that's ridiculous, and that needs to go. Um, so yeah. We'll see how that goes. All right, now we get ready. Here we go. LA Galaxy versus the Portland Timbers, Sunday, March 31st, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Portland Timbers, Dignity Health Sports Park. It is broadcast on ESPN2. ESPN2, that's where you can find it. So don't go looking at Spectrum. Don't look on ESPN+. It'll technically block you from watching it on ESPN+. You'll have to watch it on ESPN, which you ESPN2, which sometimes you only get if you subscribe to ESPN uh, through your cable provider. Yeah, lots of fun. Um, so, so that's where it is. Uh, so the Galaxy are hosting... Uh, this night, that's the LA Kings night on Sunday. First 10,000 fans to enter the stadium get an exclusive LA Galaxy and LA Kings co-branded car flag. Uh, the club is offering a ticket package right now, which comes with a co-branded t-shirt featuring the two teams with prices starting as low as $20. Uh, various Kings players and alumni will be in attendance. The LA Kings ice crew and, of course, Bailey, two Lions at Dignity Health Sports Park. Um, so... That's where, that's where we're at. Uh, there is also going to be a parachute uh, or a parachute into the stadium from the U.S. Army Black Daggers. That's going to happen as well. Fans can also bid on commemorative L.A. Galaxy, L.A. Kings warm-up t-shirts signed by Galaxy players and select L.A. Kings players. Uh, Portland, <clears throat> as I get my wonderful sheet out here, Portland 0-2-1 right now. They are playing 12 games on the road to start this season. Uh, they haven't won yet in 2019, um, and in their last five games, going back to 2018, uh, their one win came in that 2018 season. So 1-3-1 and in their last five. The L.A. Galaxy 3-2-0 and in their last five. All-time at the L.A. Galaxy. The Galaxy are 6-2-3 and with 22 goals. Uh, that means Portland is 2-6-3 and with 12 goals at uh, at 
StubHub at Home Depot. I don't think, maybe they didn't play in a Home Depot. Probably StubHub and now Dignity Health Sports Park uh, where it is. The LA Galaxy sits 6th in the Western Conference, 11th in the Supporters' Shield. Uh, that means Portland's 10th in the Western Conference, 22nd right now in the Supporters' Shield. And uh, what you need to know about Portland is they're on a three-game winless streak, uh, a two-game losing streak, and they've allowed 10 goals in their last three games. That's the important thing to sort of pay attention to. Uh, they're leading scorers right now, all with one goal, much like the LA Galaxy, Diego Valeri, uh, Jeremy Ebos... I, I knew I was going to say it. I've been practicing it, and I knew I was going to screw, screw it up. Ibobuse, um and Sebastian Blanco, Blanco, all with one goal. Um, Diego Valeri has two assists. Diego Valeri is their best player so far, but the real problem with Portland has been their defensive side. Um, so it's one of those things that you have to look at and say, okay, um, you know, they've had a whole bunch of problems. I talked to somebody who, uh, who covers Portland. Um, I don't know if he wants me to use his name or not, so I won't use it. Um, but basically I said, you know, Hey, you can sort of throw out the first game. If you look at the first game, uh, that was that blizzard game against Colorado that ended three, three. And you're sort of like, Hey, it was three, three. That's, you know, in a ridiculous blizzard game, you're not going to count that. Then they go to LAFC and they lose four to one in a game that it seemed like they had a stranglehold on for a while with Portland. And then they give up four goals. So they've not been great and then they go to FC Cincinnati and FC Cincinnati's first ever home MLS game uh, and they lose three to nothing FC Cincinnati actually absolutely stomped them uh, I've been told that the defensive issues that they saw in the blizzard game uh, you wanted to write off and say oh it was because of the blizzard but they have returned and they keep coming in um, let's see uh, Diego Char was suspended for their last match. He'll be back. Uh, Larry's Mabiala also got two yellows, which is a red card in the Cincinnati game. So on the defensive side, they're going to have to plug somebody into that central defense. Um, and maybe that helps them. Who knows uh, with the way that their defense has been going. So uh, likely to play. Uh, we'll see. It ends up being either a 4-3-2-1, uh, which everybody would like to tell you is the Christmas tree formation. Uh, the last one, they sort of showing them as a 4-2-3-1 with Valeri in the number 8 uh, sitting there in the number 10 position. Uh, you have Blanco, you have Milano, and so it's sort of been, I, I think, a, a back and forth between uh, between a Milano and between, let's see, who is the other player? Oh, and uh, oh, um, in and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. I can't. It's tough, man. I try to get everybody's names right. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But you see that uh, Villafania there um, out on the left back side. You know, you have Valentin on the right back side. So they have some good players. And remember, this is the defending Western Conference um, champions. So it's something that you want to pay attention to in terms of, hey, this would be a good win for the LA Galaxy. I said earlier in the show, the LA Galaxy matched up ridiculously well against the Western Conference champions of last year. During their Western Conference champion run, uh, the LA Galaxy getting a win on opening night against the Portland Timbers and then, of course, going and getting a draw up in Portland. So undefeated against Portland last year outside of the U.S. Open Cup where they lost 2-1 to one and they ended up playing each other almost in back-to-back times. So it's one of those things uh, that you're going to want to pay attention to. I'll tell you that the referee for this particular game is Ted Uncle. This will be his 81st game in charge of, uh, of at the center. Uh, a whole bunch of interesting stats that I retweeted on Twitter that you're going to want to see about uh, Ted Uncle and follow at MLS Ref Stats. They do a great job of trying to break this down. And if you're the Galaxy, you go and look at this and you say, okay, this referee likes to give out yellow cards. The Galaxy have never gotten a red card from Ted Uncle from what I can find, um, at least not in the previous uh, match. Uh, no, I, I can see it. So 20, uh, they're just counting the 2019. So that doesn't really count. But anyway, you, you look at this and you can say, okay, uh, with Ted Uncle Ref games, the, the home team usually ends up 
being winning, um, which is an interesting sort of take whenever you look at these. And the home team should win probably more. There is an advantage to being home. Uh, so it's just one of those uh, one of those things that you look at and, and sort of can go. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we want to get to. Okay, the the one of the things that certainly popped up in the chat room is, you know, can you address the Kevin Baxter and and ACB hate? And and I I'll tell you this. Uh, if you didn't read Kevin's newsletter, that's where this all came from. Uh, Kevin puts out a newsletter that covers all forms of soccer that he covers. Um, and in this particular case, it was covering uh, let's see, Mexican national team. It covers LAFC, the other team that he covers. Uh, it covers the LA Galaxy um, and what. Whatever else he finds and, and throws in there. Um, the, there's one particular line in there that really had everybody, um, you know, upset. I'll tell you right now that uh, I talked to Kevin about it and we're going to talk about it on Monday. So I'm not going to put words in his mouth and tell you what he said uh, to me because we're going to get into it on Monday. And I can tell you right now, we disagree almost completely on how his words were read and what he meant and whether or not he should have meant that and, and whether or not he should have gotten that. Uh, for me, I disagree with how it was read. Um, or how it was written, um, and I can understand the um, the angst um, and the disdain that the supporters had in this particular case. I don't like the name calling. I've never liked that. I think that's ridiculous. Um, you know, you have passion projects. I'll tell you this. Uh, I did get to speak to a whole bunch of supporters, and that was kind of, uh, you know, it was bad situation, I understand, and, and it's not something you want to do, but I did get to talk to some people, and it was nice to have those conversations, um, and it's a reminder that here at the podcast and what I do is a passion project, right? You, you guys know that any money I get from any of the stuff that I sell goes back into really the podcast and there's no plus side on this all right there's a there's a limiting the loss every year um, and that loss could be as much as three or four or five thousand dollars every year with web hosting and travel and everything else that you sort of throw into this um, you know of, of me trying to to keep a site that is dedicated to following the LA Galaxy and reporting on it as you guys are doing it's a passion project you know what also is a passion project is all the supporters who put their blood, sweat, and tears into all this stuff. Um, I, in in a, in a previous life, have been in supporter sections for a very limited amount of time and almost died because I'm not in shape to be able to do what they do. Um, so I understand that passions are, are, are high in this. Um, I'll give Kevin a chance to explain himself on Monday's show, and you guys are more than willing to listen to that. And if you, Kevin told me, if you if you want to get a hold of him, you're more than welcome to. You have his email address with the LA Times. He says you can slide into my DMs. However, it was uh, he's just asking that you know it, it stay professional. Uh, you can be upset and passion. That's fine. I get it. Uh, this is a passion po project for me and for supporters. That's a passion project for you. Um, if somebody, if I felt like somebody was trying to diss what I was doing here, which happens all the time, uh, it puts me in a bad mood. Uh, it makes me think that, uh, you know, that what I'm doing and all the time and effort I'm putting into it is wasted. Um, and I don't want you to think that about the supporters because they do an unbelievable job. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of those things. I, you know, I, I specifically told, told Kevin, uh, when I was talking to him on the phone, I said, this is the most Dylan Hernandez thing you ever you've ever written. Um, and I have a disdain for Dylan Hernandez. Um, and so, you know, that's sort of where I sit on that. We, I'll, I'll tell you again, he and I do not agree on, on how he wrote it and how I see it. Um, that being said, I will tell you this, um, I, I think we can get past this and get over it, um, and understand that Kevin does a ridiculously great job on this podcast in terms of bringing us information that we just wouldn't have any other way. 
um, the transfer information, the behind the scenes stuff. It just, it doesn't happen unless you have, you know, the LA times behind it. And the guy works really hard to try to dig that information up for whatever team he covers, whether it's us men's national team, Mexican national team, uh, you know, the other, the other team over on the other side of things. Uh, and so we try to do on our Monday night show, that is our professional show. That is two reporters who are talking there and who are trying to get it on Monday. Um, on Monday, on Monday nights, that's our show on Thursday nights. It's why we have guys like Eric come in, um, and do a great job and why we bring in other people to sort of give us that fan perspective and really drive that home as well. And why we have more fun and take calls on Thursday nights. Um, so all those things being said, if you want to, you can send, if you want to put, uh, you know, your thoughts, uh, and get it to the show. Cause this is, you know, this has always been a two way street for me. Um, and it's always one of those things that you could do. Um, is that you can hit the COG hotline number. It's a, it's a voicemail, 949-385-2641. We don't do live calls on Monday, and it's a technical reason that we don't do it. Um, it's more because I can't have somebody in on Skype and bring calls in at the same time because whenever it merges them, it screws everything up. Um, and so that's a technical thing I eventually have to fix and solve and work out. Um, so that's one of the reasons that we do that. Um, that we're, and, and so if you want to, COG hotline, 949-385-2641. Again, keep it G. If you swear in it, I'm not going to spend time to, to, to sit there and edit it. All right. That's not going to happen. Um, so for the most part, uh, you know, you keep it clean and you can, you can make an argument to Kevin and we will discuss that. I have a feeling Kevin and I will probably argue about this ourselves, um, because we were arguing about it earlier today. Um, so all that stuff said, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, that's why I want to bring this to a thing. Again, I'll be out and hopefully I'll see you guys on Saturday. Hopefully I'll see you on Sunday. Uh, I'll be out there. Come say hi. All right, I'm I'm not a scary person. I may row like the devil. I can't. I was gonna try to be all big headed about me rowing. Um, I'll, you you guys really want to know something? You know who else rows? Um, which is not a good sign of of things. But also rows at the gym that I row, but in New York is Grant Wall, and that's not a good sign for me. So I maybe I should stop rowing. However that happens, but whatever it is, he also rows there. I've heard. Uh, because I have I have looked into it because I am that petty and competitive of a person is that I am still and I mean still the best rowing reporter in Major League Soccer. All right. So I'm I'm faster. That's what we're doing. All right. So again, uh, 949-385-2641 is the COG hotline. I hope everybody had a good time tonight. We covered a bunch of stuff. I know it's a little bit longer show, but it needs to be a little bit longer. Um I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for for live soccer. I want to see what the LA Galaxy can do against Portland um, because Portland is a struggling team. I mean, you know, scream trap game. Trap game! You know, this is one of those things. The Galaxy should beat them. This is the first time this season I'm coming out and saying the Galaxy should win a game. Uh, I don't know. Did I call Chicago? I probably called a draw in Chicago. Um, but I called a 2-1 loss in Dallas, and I called a 2-1 loss to Minnesota. Uh, I'm calling a 3-1 win over Portland. I mean, the LA Galaxy gets Laton back. He should start. Uh, Juninho could possibly be on the bench, although that's not a given. Uh, see, watch that LA Galaxy 2 roster as one of our callers, as Javi from Dallas was sort of asking about. Watch it on Saturday night. It'll give you an idea possibly of what that bench could look like on Sunday afternoon. Um, that's how we take a look and, and sort of gauge all these things. So again, uh, I hope we covered enough for you. I hope we're doing a good job. If you think there's ways that we can improve the show, you're always welcome to hit it up. Um, please do it. Uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Um, you can go to the contact us page. It'll take you there. Um, there's also a subscribe page there. So every podcast app you can think of, we've now linked to. So you can find us basically everywhere, um, which is crazy. I didn't know I was on that many, but most of them are just aggregated. So it was, it was fun. But go there. 
our YouTube channel. For everybody who's watching YouTube, uh, and even those who, who you haven't watched on YouTube yet, go to YouTube and subscribe. We have added about 180 people in the last month. And if we get to 1,000, it allows us to monetize basically these videos. Not when somebody swears on it, and I'll have to go sit there and see how I can change that. We'll, we'll figure that out. But we'll, whenever we do that, you know, that gives us a little bit extra money. It's not much. I, I, maybe I get 200 bucks through the whole year on the monetization thing, but it would really help us out. So please go do that. All right. I've rambled on for enough. I'm tired. You're tired. You don't want to hear me anymore. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. All of our shows, our articles, um, our videos, all that stuff right on cornerofthegalaxy.com and all of our merchandise. Get that. Um, I'll bring some stuff with me on Saturday. I don't know if that means that anybody will want to buy anything on Saturday, but if you do, let me know. I'll throw some stuff in the back of my car. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you on Sunday. I hope to see everybody there. LA Galaxy versus the Portland Timbers, an exciting matchup. This is fun, fun stuff. Uh, Sunday, March 31st, 6 p.m. on ESPN2. Hope to see everybody there. All right. I'm Josh Guessman, Pato himself. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.